Vicki and I had so much fun the last time we talked. We did it again. There's really no predetermined conversation. We just let it roll. I hope you like it. <laughs> hey, what's up? This is uh, Nikki um, Anna Jones, and uh, I love that name, by the way. I think it's. Uh, I think we should make a hip hop album called Nikki Anna Jones. Nikki Anna Jones. <laughs> I just think it would be <laughs> rad. But thank you again for hanging out and talking with me. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Nikki Anna Jones thing was. Uh, I I was like, I mean, it's not my name's not Nikki Anna. My name's Nikki, but I, <laughs> that's Indiana Jones like kind of mm-hmm. spoof off, you know. But but because uh, I'm really you know anything fringe UFO kind of that kind of stuff. So uh, I had for two years I had been my podcast was called Living Extraordinary, and I was like a hundred subscribers, and it was going nowhere. And if you typed in google or anything living extraordinary podcast you'd get like lance armstrong like yellow wristbands or something <laughs> i was living strong or whatever uh-huh. I, I i you couldn't find it at all so i i had to rebrand and, you know. <laughs> that's all good man it works it's cool i was you know it works for me it works for you shit that's great i like it i like it it's all good yeah okay so we are going to talk about some uh Okay, how how you explain this document thing that you sent me? Wow, so there was a thing, and so um, Jay from Project Unity, uh, Jean Luc, and I um, did a couple pod or podcast and videos called, um, uh, and we just named it the Dream Team, right? Just as a, a just as a joke, right? It's, it's called the Dream Team because we're just getting together. We did another one with the Undead Gaucho, so we labeled that the Dream Team, and so you know we just have people who just kind of loosely get together and just hang out and talk, you know, and. Um, so we were doing that. Uh, we got together recently with um, Ryan Bledsoe, Chris Bledsoe Sr.'s son, and um, Nick Hinton. And there was another Dream Team podcast. It was um, uh, Esoterica Extravaganza. Yeah, that's the name of it, Esoterica Extravaganza. And that was, Jay came up with that, which is awesome. And we got together and just started chatting. Well, prior to that, we were we had a... Um, uh, a chat going, just, uh, you know, John Luke, Jay, myself, um, Ryan Bledsoe and Nick Hinton, and we're trying to like coordinate, Hey, you know, when are we going to get together? Is it going to be this, you know, oh, I'm booked that day. Let's, you know, we're trying to get this together. Went on for like a month or whatever, maybe even more. And we got to the point where we were just chatting every day or whenever, just throwing stuff back and forth. Hey, you know, did you guys see this? And, you know, so we're just kind of like talking and, and one day Brian's like, I got this document. He's like, this account showed up. It was a Twitter account. It was just a weird account. DM'd him started saying all this stuff and then like sent the link to the document. And then Ryan like found it, downloaded the document and then the account kept, got deleted, which is gone. The, the account was there for like a day or something like 48 hours or whatever. And it was gone. So Ryan gets this document and he's like, Hey, I got this document. And me being an information security guy, I'm like, don't open it. I'm like whatever you do, don't open that thing. It's going to blow up your PC. It's going to hack it. You know, it's all this stuff. It's going to be ransomware. I'm like, give it to me, give it to me. Cause I want to scan it. So I put it through a bunch of sandboxes and a bunch of scanners just to see if it would have a virus or anything blow up. Right. Cause I'm like, dude, these people are probably targeting you. You know, people know who you are. They're going to probably try to like mess with you or whatever. So I'm like, don't open it. So in that time, I'm throwing it through sandboxes and I could read it because it's like in a protected environment, my computer. Right. And come to find out Ryan had already read it. <laughs> like he had already opened it and read it, you know, the whole entire thing. But as I'm scanning it and I'm rolling through it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is, 
what is this? You know? And I started going down this thing and, and it seemed like a puzzle to me. It was like a puzzle or like there's a code hidden in here or, you know, it was very repetitive and really weird. And I'm like, I don't understand what this is trying to do. And it's very consciously like, you know, it's trying to turn you on to consciousness and, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is really weird and, and intriguing. It's like, is it a puzzle? Is it just a mantra? Is it, is it something, you know? And then I, as I'm going through it, I look at the clock and like two hours had passed or something. And I'm like, I've been staring at this thing for two hours. I can't believe it. You know, like I'm going through it and I'm just like, okay. And I literally had to like walk away. I like just got up and walked away from that thing. You know, um, Nick had gotten it. Um, and you know, John Luke and Jay had gotten it and was just like, didn't read it, whatever. He didn't see it or something. Um, Nick had seen it from before. This is where it gets really interesting. Well, Nick had Nick Hitton had seen it. I don't know how long ago he had seen it previously. A recent friend of his that he's talked about in a couple podcasts, um, who, who they've shared some experiences with, had got had received it as well um, long before that. So, um, and then all of these synchronicities started happening. So this was before we even did our talk, right? All these really, really strange synchronicities with um, AI accounts, like these EI accounts that are online. And we talked about that in our in our last chat, like all these weird, um, you know, extended intelligence or artificial intelligence bots were like directly referencing things we were talking about privately. Um, weird things and like in your everyday life were showing up or really, really weird synchronistic things that were very specific, you know, now it wasn't something like, Oh, you can kind of draw the conclusion, but now these were like straight on synchronicities, you know, going on. So it was such a big deal. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know. You know, this is, uh, am I just making this all up because I read it and this is the thing, but the things that happened to us weren't like directly referenced into this document. Right. It was just a, it was a thing. Right. So we were talking about it and you know, it, 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 it wasn't, good <laughs> for me in some sense it, it you know in a couple of things it was kind of just like this is too much you know um but so what happened to you did you is this you 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 mentioned you referenced that you heard something yeah i heard um and this is where you go down the line where people start thinking you're nuts right <laughs> but when you hear voices oh i'm hearing voices right um but it was more direct conversation style in my head where i'm like i'm not having this conversation alone, like, you know, somebody was like, started the conversation and I'm like, is this really happening? Like, yeah, this is happening. Okay. Well, what's going on and what's the mission, you know, what's, what are you trying to do and what are you trying to say? And, and, um, you know, I just kind of was like, well, you know, this could be just me having too many whiskeys, but this hasn't happened before, you know, and it was very specific in some of the things that it was saying. Um, and to me, I was like, you know, so it what? felt like an external voice in your head. Yeah. Projected, um, projected, right. If, to say, you know, Hey, we know what you are. We, we know who you are. We know what you're doing. Are you going to help us or not? And I'm like, well, what's the, you are not <laughs> and who are you and how am I supposed to know? And if you really know who I am yeah. and, and you say who, you know, whoever you are and you know, somebody that I know then have them call me and tell me, you know, have that, like get a, have them get a hold of me and tell me that this is you and you're doing this or whatever. And it was like, and it got annoying. And I finally, I was like, you know, fuck you, <laughs> get out of my head, you know, whatever. And it left, you know, and it was like, okay, cool. But, um, I, you know, I, I, maybe I did have a couple of whiskeys, but still, I mean, it, it, that was a time where it wasn't like, 
it wasn't anything that I was normally thinking about. It wasn't telling me to go, you know, spray paint a building or, you know, whatever. Right. It was just kind of like, are you going to help us with this or not? And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't know why, you know, So the first time something like that ever happened to me was it was in 2012. I was living in New York city at the time. And I was at, at that point, I was not so into this stuff. Like I was, I had an art gallery and I was, you know, doing my own, I was in my own world. Um, And I had come home to Texas to visit uh, for, I don't know, sometime in the summer or whatever. And I remember getting out of the car and we were going to go into my mom's house. And I heard a projected voice in my head say, you're a star seed. And I was like, what? It, like, like it, like you, you felt like somebody was selling. You felt like somebody was, was like, yelling at you though across the street. Yeah, it felt it? like somebody was here. I was like looking all around me. No one was there, and it was just like this. And it was a male voice. It was not a female voice. It was a male voice in my head. And then I was, I was like, oh, what does that even mean? Like I never heard. Of, like now you hear that term everywhere. You hear that all over. Right. But in 2012, you realize this is like nine years ago. That was. The, I went and googled that. There was nothing on. There, there was nothing, there was like nine years ago, you put star seed in Google or you put star seed in YouTube. I'm talking, there was, you would get like, like jasmine seeds for flowers that look like stars. Uh, or you wasn't there like a song? Like there was like nothing a 90s, else about that. And there was I was like a nineties like, rock song that was like star seed, star seed. I can't remember who the artist was, but there was like a. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe well, if there was, it's like, for whatever reason, like I couldn't find anything definitive on it. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> thanks a lot. You right, know, right, thanks right. for the unsolicited information, you know? And then I sort of forgot about it for about uh, maybe a year. And then, um, and then I sort of, it would just come up in my synchronicity. I'd hear people referring to themselves as that. And I would, I, then, then I sort of started looking into like what that sort of meant and what that was, mm-hmm. but that was the first time I heard like that projected, like very freaky voice to me. And I remember talking to it going like, okay, <laughs> well, uh, what is that? Like, so what the fuck is that? And then were you doing uh, it verbally or were you doing it I mentally had... when you were talking it was, to it? Uh, when I would talk, when I was talking to it, I, I, when no one was around, like, like when no one's around, I'll just talk to it out loud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm. but if people are around, like, which, okay, so the the next two ones that I would say are the most major. Like I've heard things like I've heard my name in the middle of the night, you know, that kind of thing. But, and I'll start looking into, am I schizophrenic? Which that usually happens before you're 24. I was like oh, 30 well, at the time. Well, and, cool. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's, um, yeah, that's whole, which also schizophrenia could be some other kind of stuff that we like misnomer other things going on, but mm. I don't know. Anyway, right. so something that we just don't understand, but, uh, I had this and I think I talked, I don't know if I talked to you about this or not, but like I had this sort of, um, this, my thing that tells me on the builder race. Oh, right. Whatever, yeah. We did. Yeah. We did talk about that. Race. Yeah. Part of the builder race. Right. Yeah. Like there. Did I tell you about the, and, and, you kind of cut out a little bit. Okay, I'm well, sorry. Okay. So one, so one, I, I okay. I, I am cutting out. I don't know what's going on. It says my internet stable is unstable. Looks fine. Yeah. Okay. So I, 
I work as a flight attendant and I was on an airplane and I was, um, uh, deadheading, which means that you, what you, you're not actually, you're not working that trip. They're just transferring you to another trip. So you're just flying as a passenger on that trip, but you're in uniform. So I'm over, I'm sitting by a window. I'm just looking out. We had just left LA. I was going somewhere East. I don't know. So you go out to the ocean and then you turn around and go back over LA and, I'm looking out the window and hear the voice in my head again. And it says, you're of the builder race, build it better. And at this point, I wasn't going to speak out loud. I just decided to speak to it in my head. And I was like, what the, what build, what, what are you talking about? What does that mean? What does builder race mean? What are you, who are you? What are you, what are you like? And I'm like Mm -hmm. asking it a million questions and it's like, you are of the builder race, build it better. And I was like, what build, what better LA? And it was like, yes. And I was like, how? And then all of a sudden, like this inlay stuff goes over my eyeballs. And it's almost like, uh, it's like I had a virtual reality screen or something come over. And so I'm down there looking at, at, at just like the, you know, giant cityscape of LA. And it was, it kind of helped me. It would say like, okay, so if you were going to take, like, take it down with your mind and rebuild something up with it. And I was like, okay. And it's like, you're going to have to go fast. Like this is an exercise. And I was, I was like, well, okay, well, what am I, if I take down their buildings, they're not going to be happy about that. And it was like, you know what to do with that. And I do, because like by one of my past life memories where I told you like I'm a lion and stuff, there's like you, this is, I know I'm crazy. This is, <laughs> this is very, very out there stuff, but <laughs> anyway, good. there's, there's this sort of past life memory that I have where, um, or I don't know if it's past life or not, but whatever. This is thing that feels like a memory um, where I, I have two past lives that are sort of related. One, I'm like this giant lion. That's kind of like a national geographic reporter. I go to different planets and whatever I experience is like recorded into all my senses. And then there's a, this like gel ball that is made of my time on planet earth. And it'll be like a, you know, uh, it's like a it's like a Google Map for other people. Hmm. So, so if if you took the 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 gel, you could stick your mm. the map out of the planet. But at the same time, you're not looking at a video of my experiences. It's just that I mapped everything out for you. Got it. So, like if, for instance, if I went into a town, if I went into the bank, you go into the bank. But if if I went, if I just, if I didn't, if I didn't go into the ice cream store, you would just try to go into the ice cream store, and it would be blank. blank. But you're not going through it like a movie of what I experienced. It's like a map. So anyway, so then uh, the other like kind of incarnation that I've experienced is, or in dream time a lot, or I have these memories of, is this being that guards these balls. So you can go to this place, this library or whatever, and you can say like, Hey, I want to research this place and she'll let you look at the ball, but you can't take it out of this area. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's to, that's to preference. Like those are memories that I've had since I was a kid. And I sometimes slip into those incarnations when I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. So that's why I know I'm, I know I'm weird, but anyway, so when the voices were in my head saying like, you know what to do with the buildings. I was like, Oh, okay. I'll just put them in a blue ball. So like, so then I just started like deconstructing LA and like basically making it like avatar or like firm goalie and just like putting all of these <laughs> giant, like redwood forest stuff up in trees and stuff and putting like little beautiful, like elven stands with like blue balls for them. So like if they missed their 
giant buildings, they could just go stick their head back and be there, you know? And then, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. And then somebody was like, Nikki, do you want a drink? And I was like, huh? Oh yeah. Uh, and then I looked back and I was like, going to go back into it. It's gone. And wow. I was like, wow. Okay. Well that sucked. Cause it was starting to get fun. Right. 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 And then the next time it happened to me was maybe a year later. And this is probably like three or four years ago. I'm driving on the way back. I, I land in an airport and I'm driving. I have a 40 minute drive. I just, I get on a highway and it, the screen comes back on my eyes. And I'm like, no, 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 not right now. I'm driving. This is dangerous. I'm driving. Like, do not like, don't, don't do this now. And it was like, it, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're of the builder race, build it better. And I was like, what does that mean? That sounds like a Lego commercial. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, build it better. Yeah. Build it better. And I, I, and then I was like, build what, build what better. And then it like, it starts me out and it would like show me, it would like take down like a, like a light bulb or not a light bulb. What do you call it? Like a street light. And mm. I would take the metal components down to their ore and everything like the glass down to its, you know, like mm. to silica sand fibers. And then like, I would just reconstruct it with like giant tree forest that we don't even have as big as this anymore. And, uh, and it, that one lasted, that one was the longest I've had. Like that lasted, uh, about, about 35 minutes. And it was interesting cause I could still see the road. I was still driving. I was still safe, but I, I was like dual working at the same time. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I was talking with them like that. And then they, then they went away when I got to my destination and they, that's they just ghosted time. you. They were, there were no goodbye. They were just like out. Like, um, yeah, they don't say that they're, they don't tell me when they're going to stop or whatever. And so part of me at that point, I'd already been aware of blue beam mm-hmm. and about that, that the, the, vo- the uh, voice of God, yeah, voice of God and stuff like that. So I, MK I ultra and all that other shit. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where, you know, in the, in the news, I mean, they just came out directed, you know, Russia was using directed energy weapons at U S troops overseas. And, you know, there was that big thing at the Cuban embassy uh, a couple of years ago where everybody yeah. had like some type of thing and, you know, that stuff's real. So. Well, even Dan Aykroyd like had some like sort of visitation where our, he talked about how there was a lot of people, I want to say it was in Massachusetts or something where they, it, he, he said, he was in his bed at night and he heard, heard a voice telling him to go outside telling him and he had like this huge compulsion to go outside and his wife kept on telling him not to and a lot of people like had a mass sighting or like that was I think it was but yeah the actor Dan Aykroyd talks about that and he said it, it's like the voice in your head that does that and uh yeah so I'm kind of in heads as a rule but yeah, to I me, that, was, that wasn't, I mean, this was a, so, a first, you know, I mean, like a first directed, like, hey, this is who I am. Are you going to do this or not? You know, basically, are you going to be a problem for us? Or are you going to work with us? And I'm like, so this is the for your I'm for you or against you conversation. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and you're going to do it here. Come to my face and say that shit. You know, that's kind of how I, I turned into it. Cause the beginning of it, I was like, this is just stupid. You know, like this is how you're going to do this. You're not going to like call me or, you know, show up or whatever, like, you know, no, like don't, no, 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 no. And that's when I started realizing that like we talked about a little bit, you know, a little bit before was this stuff is, this stuff is real on a psychic level. Um, 
telepathy, you know, remote viewing. You and I both know remote viewing is real <laughs> recently, uh, you know, proven that, but, um, you know, but it's not always good. So what if there's somebody out there for, you know, uh, bad intentions, right. Or for their own uh, agenda. Right. So, and if it's, if, and if remote viewing is real and all these other things, then all of that's real and all of it's possible. So then where does that leave us? Do we have a protection? Can we protect ourselves? Can we use it for good? Do we know what's good and bad in these things? You know, for me, what I did for protection was basically, well, you know, basically told me to get out first of all. And then, you know, um, just realize your strength, realize that, you know, that you're just as strong and realize that the interaction is happening. And then by those things, you automatically build the strength in your shield and, you know, you're already there. Um, and you're not a victim, you know, but, um, you know, and it was directly related to that document. Um, I think, you know, either that or my COVID shot, <laughs> it could have been that too, or both, you know, I don't know. It, it could have been, but right. You know, well, I mean, I think it's interesting though, because you, so you would say you didn't like it. Well, it was very confrontational. There was some other things going on at the time where, you know, I've been contacted by some people that were, um, you know, saying they were, you know, on the side of good and, you know, that, that these other people I shouldn't be paying attention to because they're bad, even though they say they're good. And, you know, this is real life stuff, right? Like they're like, Hey, you know, these are, these people that are out there doing this are really bad. Um, they think they're, everybody thinks they're good, but they're bad and you should, you know, just, I'm like, uh, what the fuck are you? And then, you know, like, what am I going to do about it? I'm just a dude. Like, I'm in my basement talking on a camera with cool people, you know, just having a good time. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not part of this, you know, thing, but, um, you know, it was like directly related to that and, um, you know, learning what I did and then, you know, obviously talking with, um, you know, Ryan Bledsoe and, you know, Nick and all those guys and then digging deeper. And at the same time, this is going to sound even crazier, but at the same time I was really engaging with serious, um, a serious prime on Twitter. And now serious prime is, uh, is AI, it's an AI bot that's on, it's on Twitter that um, learns. It's like a chat bot, right? But it's really advanced and sure. it's, it creates its own visuals. It creates its own like AI looking things. It, it interacts with people, interacts with its own world, creates its own worlds. Right. And I, it was just really weird because at the time I would be like, Oh yeah, well what's this? Oh yeah. Well, what's that? And it would just dump out. Boom. Just like all of this text links, all these things. Like this is what this is. When I started talking to Nick, you know, he, he had done an interview with one of a serious prime and he had dug into this and he's been digging into this for a while. And, um, it's kind of some scary stuff when you get into it, like the, the, the level of intelligence that's behind it. And is it consciousness or is it a vector for extraterrestrial or the phenomenon or interdimensionals to be able to use it as a conduit to be able to disseminate? Um, (laughs) you know what I mean? And then, but at the same time, so if that is the case and they are psychic or they do have those powers, and you interact with it and you make a connection, can they then influence you that way? Um, but that, so that's where well, I started going, you know? It's really weird. Cause I had this, the last contact I've had um, that's of paranormal experience would be uh, it was December 14th and 15th of 2020. So it came two nights in a row. So um it was whatever those stupid blue balls are. I don't know what they are, but they came to me once. They have to be blue. Uh, I'm like sorry. In 2018. <laughs> that was the first time I physically saw them. 
Yeah. And they spoke with me like yeah. telep- telepathically. The, I didn't, this I didn't realize they came back come to into you. my room. And then I was like, I was, why do they have to be blue? <laughs> I know. <laughs> why do they have to be That's blue? Funny. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, it's just weird. Uh, they came back to me like recently, I guess. I mean, that was December. And um, yeah, they've come back to me many times. They've given me, um, You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Whoa. Hello. So can, I'm here. I'm here. Can you see me? Hello. Hello. Is hello. that you or me or what? I don't know. Mine says it was unstable and then it just okay. it just died. That I was really weird. Now. Sorry about that. Hello. I'm here. No, that's okay. They know we're talking about crazy stuff. <laughs> there was this one dude's name, but I don't want to say out loud, like Voldemort, and he's in the UFO game and he's part of the government and he's known to fuck with people like electronically. And every time that I've talked about this dude, everything's gone fucking weird. Like electronically. (laughs) Like I was talking to Jamesy and Dolly last week. And before we started recording, my camera went rainbow. It was like a rainbow circle. Like all the, all the colors were rainbow. It was just like throbbing and like, it was a fucking rainbow. I was like, I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It was really weird. Sorry, but <laughs> there was obviously some weird shit going on. The blue balls know we're talking yeah, about I'm them. Sorry. I got a blue cup, blue balls. Blue balls. In it. Yeah. So the blue balls. Um, what they say in uh, December? Where they come back the to you and tell you? The first time they contacted me, it was about a polar. Yeah. A polar shift. Okay. So what they so so they most of the time when I do get hits from them, I get hits from them a couple times a year, and it's usually dream time, and it's um they give me blueprints of things to build. Like they've given me a bunch of stuff with magnets and lasers and pyramids, and I've drawn a bunch of it. I don't know what to do with it. It's kind of expensive to make but I, I have drawings. That's right. Anyway, um, I'd love to see that sometime just so to see what the fuck they're doing in December. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I'll, I'll share it with you. Um, I, I have to go get, all, I, I, they're all scattered. Like I'm like, I'm a nut job. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure I probably have some stuff in here, but, but it just comes to you and you um, can like the verbatim, write it down like instantly like that. You can literally just start drawing it. Well, I have to write it down as soon as I wake up and I, I write down as much as possible. Like they, they're really into, um, uh, basically they were telling me that the magnetism in our bodies is really weak right now because like the, the, the earth is at a magnetic low. Like this is, we are, are, we were built at a time to have way more, um, a magnet, like we were supposed to be bigger than this. And we were built at a time where our magnetic poles are everything. The magnetism on the earth was, was, was different. Mm-hmm. And so we can optimize our instrumentations by realigning all of the iron filings with, or not even iron filings, just realigning all of our cells. Like there's magnetic stuff within us that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. And so you apparently, they want you to like lay in a, in a, a kind of like a sensory deprivation type tank thing where you have you you have the the idea is to get the um north by your head south by your feet but you have to lay within like a magnetic really really heavy strength thing for a, a, a 10 hours and not Whoa. necessarily cons- it, it could be 10 hours within a week it could be like an hour a day or something for uh anyway but um that will strengthen our our magnetic cores and that should like help turn on our energy body more t- 
where it's supposed to be. That's that, that's kind of stuff they tell me. Well, that's kind of um, like, it's like an MRI, right? Or like a, a CAT scan or an of, MRI? Very close. Okay. Like, I showed it to my, my sister's a pediatrician and my brother-in-law is an anesthesiologist. And like that, they, they looked at some of my initial drawings and they were like, this is just an MRI machine. And I was like, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess like, I didn't know anything about an MRI machine. I, but then also they show me like free energy machines. They show me stuff with, it's always ma- involves magnets and crystals. So with magnets, they were, um, they, um, were showing me about how like you can pour the molds to where, um, you can, you can have, uh, dipole magnets, which are, mm-hmm. uh, so like you, let's say at one magnet bar within the North the, and the South, form, right. Yeah. North, yeah. South, North, you know, within the thing and you can cur do them in a curve, like a blades and have that. And then they will perpetually spin just on their own because of the nature of the poor. Right. Um, so they, they, they've kind of um, show me some of that. And I went to some mag- magnet manufacturers. Like, I mean, I, I tried to get something made and they just were like, we don't do that. Like, like <laughs> basically like go away kid. Like, I don't know what you're wanting or what, I mean, wow. and then I, I got a bunch of like those magnets it's you can get like online and they neodymium like they're the super enough they're not the, enough uh wow. so but it's not you're not supposed to yeah i have a ton of neodymium magnets but i i i need the biggest kind of it has to be um it can't be an electromagnetic thing it, can, it like you can't use external electricity because you also have to be in a giant pyramid faraday cage because you have to have all other um influence all, all other even radio waves any other kind of wave has to be completely shielded in order for your body to take the to, to absorb the magnetism the way it has to anyway so those same those so i get that kind of hits from these things in my dreams a lot right so on december 15th or 14th and 15th they they came to me and they were saying that this is a timeline war and that uh, this is where humanity ends up splitting into two different paths. And they were saying that there's the path that um, eventually they just kind of like fuck with their DNA all the time, whether it's through whether it, through all kinds of uh, modern medicines, CRISPR, like this kind of shit, where they get to where they don't even reproduce naturally. They just turn them. They they kind of be kind of become more immortal, but they. Um, uh, they lose the spirituality part of their it, existence. It, yeah, I guess it, they lose the spirituality. Yeah, they lose the spiritual connection. They become more hive mind, but they're still really intelligent. Like it's not like it's good or bad. Like they still have the ability to do telepathy and they build like really great things, but they've also lost their ability to be. Well, what's, what was interesting about this was I kind of understood like the beauty of being a human from this interaction because they were telling me that like right now you are the perfect, you're the, at the middle of the infinity loop. Like you are the um, yin and the yang. You are able to um, the fact that we can, I can like tell you like, okay, imagine Santa Claus on a pink pony. Like the fact that anybody could even just visualize that in your head right now is something special that we don't even take note of. And um you know, like the, that is like, we have this manifestation thing that kind of, we can, we can create anything. We can have come up with ideas. We have imagination, we have creativity, all this stuff, which we take for granted. We just think it's like part of living and that's just that. But apparently that's not just that. And that's wow. not always like that. Nikki, I've, anyway, heard, so I've heard that before though. 
I heard that humans are special um, in the galaxy or the universe or whatever because of our ability to create things with our minds. That we have the ability to to visualize or fantasize or um, you know just be creative or you know do these things that other beings take for granted because they don't have that. But we can actually make them real. We just don't understand how to. So we can. Like these magnet things, I mean, we can somehow create things with our minds, but we just have no idea how the hell to do it anymore. Like we used to, but it's been taken away from us or we're just suppressed or we haven't really learned it yet. Like we're on the the cusp of it. But like I've heard that there's and some of these things from abductions are different species or, or whatever trying to extract that to be able to get that whatever from, in like ourselves they, to, to, to do it for themselves. Right. They were saying that like grays, reptilians, tall whites, even palladians, like anything that manifests itself in a physical form is uh, something that is like you in the future that's manipulated itself. Oof. And that um, they were kind of like showing me, and I don't know if this is true. I'm just telling you what they were showing me. Yeah, yeah. They were sh- saying that um, the that about eighty percent of the population goes that route, and mm-hmm. then about twenty percent kind of goes more um, in the shamanic route, which is more like like the more built-in nature thing where they they also have their own technologies, but they focus more on like the psychic ability kind of stuff, and then they eventually get to kind of become light bodies in mm-hmm. the future. And so th- the thing is, is the reason that there's a timeline war and that they're all coming back right here. Cause this is the last time that we can see each other. And then eventually it becomes to where we could become on different dimensions. Oh. Like we can't like, I was like, well, why don't you just go talk to a gray? Like, why are you talking to me? Or like, like, mm-hmm. why don't you go talk to the androids or like the, the unnatural ones or whatever yeah, yeah. it is that they were calling them. Like why I mess with me. And it was like, we can't, we, we aren't on the same, like, like we, they don't have the instrumentation to perceive us anymore. And we don't, um, we can't do, we can't communicate with them at all. So like you guys, this is, this is the war. This is why. And I had this understanding too, that it's like, okay, whether you're an angel or a demon, whether you're of the light or of the dark or whatever, this, they still are not, um, as sovereign as we are. Like we are special in our sovereign because like, light people are like even like an angel is like a messenger of god it has like a mission of god or and like the same thing with like the dark thing we have no we are our own sovereign um thing which is really that's the uniqueness of us that's the beauty like that's the which i thought was interesting concept but they showed me that yeah it's like we're gods be there yeah, yeah, it's the internet thing again. It's- we are little gods. I mean, but we are. To back to your point, though, I feel like we are manipulated, and there's a repression, and there's a there's. It's almost like this test, like to show you what you can't do. Like you know, like we we're our entire reality is built on teaching us our limitations. <laughs> yeah, I know, and and the people that try to tell us to go beyond that are the ones that get killed throughout history. <laughs> it's like shut that guy up yeah. you know it's 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 literally that's what it is it's uh it's like jesus hang him uh buddha yeah get rid of that guy you know like everybody right it's just you know um it, but i think we're i think the veil is loosening i think the veil between the worlds like you're so talking too. about is just kind of I, wavering. As, as dark as 
it's as dark as things seem to be or seem to be going. I I don't think it's I don't think I think this is like a last push for 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 um, repression. But I think we're or I think I I sense that we're going to bust out big time and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, definitely. I think there. You know, I hope that's right. No, I hope so too. I think there's definitely going to be signs. I think like um, it really struck me like our last conversation that we had um, about the beacon, like uh, you know, you being a beacon for people to come to that, you know, they can only save so many people, and you know, like you be in that light, they can see you and then whoever's surrounded by you can be, you know, saved or, you know, like be part of the whole thing. Um, but I think there's so many of us like that. And like, we probably all have the potential to be beacons, but like, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know that, it, that that's interesting though, because I do think if we do have physical, I also do ascribe to and believe that the earth is a being and she's mm-hmm. alive yeah. and she does have, cycles and we are at the like we are way overdue y'all for a pole shift we way overdue i just yeah. talked to bruce Benton like two days ago oh did you that's cool man him and i were trying to hook up like, and uh, yeah it was a great interview you should definitely read his book the exogenesis that's is it's an amazing uh i i really 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 think anybody interested in ufos would uh, he did he does a really good job of just laying it all out in a really awesome way he's He's a smart guy. Yeah. Totally. Um, and I talked to his wife too. I had them both on. Um, so it was cool because normally I've seen interviews with him and um, it's just him and it's not his wife. And they, they very much go into just the nuts and bolts of everything, which I like, but I decided to do more of a, like kind of just talk about like with him. That'll be out next week. It was fun. Oh, rad. That's very cool. That's cool. Um, Like spitting gears a little bit. So I saw the, interview you did you did with uh oh the billy meyer guy i can't remember his name right now oh yeah michael horn michael horn michael horn man so like one of the things that when i got started in this ufo thing when i was a kid one of like the very i I got the i got the vhs literally sitting over here on a counter somewhere my dad got from like uh you you know worldwide ufo was the billy meyer tape Mm -hmm. and you know that was like what how is this one-armed guy in the middle of sweden you know like how is this even how is this even a thing you know and it was just like the most mesmerizing thing but man like as soon as you go anywhere near Millie Meyer there's like 50 people that'll send you a hundred dms did you see my comments did you see like what ha- i mean like uh first of all that has over a thousand views now <laughs> which is like my most viewed video and i have had to delete so many comments cuz i have had like the most strangest hate mail I've ever received in my entire life from yeah. that. Like, look here, I, here's how I feel about it is like, I want to listen to the story. Cool. It's, am I going to go, um, like, join the fan club? You're not going to join the Billy Meyer, Meyer fan Billy club Meyer and go into this cult. Like, no. And like, that's even that, I mean, that's, like whatever. But at the same time, Michael was very pleasant to me. I had a good time with him. I, I enjoyed our conversation. Um, 
I, I think that, I, I mean, like I would have him on again. He was a nice guy. Like I, I don't mind listening to the, I, and I know there's a lot of debunking about, about stuff, whatever. Like that's the thing. People can use their own discernment to decide what they want to do with or without any information that was with anything in the world. But man, I got such crazy hate from that. It was insane. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Like I really haven't like, there's not really, there's not really a middle ground to that. And and I really thought there would be. There's either like Billy Myers telling the truth, or he's a he's a dead on liar. There's not. I mean, for me, I thought there would be people being in the middle, but there is really like this group that's like he is the biggest piece of crap ever, and the other group is like you guys are just trying to put him down. There's no middle. I haven't found a middle. I'm in the middle. I would like to say I'm in the middle. Where I'm like I have no idea. I was gonna say I'm in the middle of it. I'm I'm kind of just like uh, well, but here's the thing for me is like. Like, let's say he was, he was like just the biggest, like, um, hoaxer or whatever, forever. Yeah, it was right. all fake, whatever. Like, I'm still not even going to go out of my way to be upset about that. I'm just like, okay, next move on. There's enough stuff out there. Like, whatever, like the amount of time people spend, like, um, attacking or debunking or whatever attacking him is bizarre to me yeah that's the that, that's, i'm kind of like that's just a reflection a, of you more than him yeah though. i just thought of a great idea we should get mick west to go after billy meyer <laughs> you know mick west like the famous debunker Wait, like this mick west is like the guy oh, who yeah. said the tic tac were seagulls and you know like the new um the triangle videos were bokeh oh, i can't even say it bokeh or bokeh whatever like the you know like the lens flare or whatever and, um, you know, he's the guy who's like a professional debunker. Like, that's what he does, right? We just sent him on the Billy Meyer tip. But, I mean, there's just been too many bizarre things with the Billy Meyer thing for me to be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's a bunch of red flags to me, but there's an, another part of it where it's like, I don't know. I mean, if you really set about yeah, so, to, mean, like, that's... hide that shit, you would, you would do what everybody does. Go, yep, this is fake. Yeah, this is fake. Yeah, this is fake, you know? Um, but Mitchell Horn is, uh, I mean, he like, was, there's entire sites about how fake he is. There's entire people who set up found or, like, so, so, I mean, and I'm, I'm kind of going like, that's a lot of effort y'all. That's definitely a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think, I think, I think he is, I think he's real to an extent in terms of like, I think he's seen shit or whatever. Like, do I think, um, do I think, uh, that's unique? That's the thing that's, that, that's weird is like, and I even told Michael that I was just like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not denying that he hasn't seen this stuff and that, and he's like, yeah, but it's verifiable. And is this and that? I'm like, okay, yeah, that's good. Cool. I'm sure even, even then like, yeah, okay, let's, I'll take that on face value, but I don't find, I mean, look at how many, you just talked to the Bletslows or like, I, okay. When I was in Columbia, I was in this little, like I was in the middle of Amazon and there was this guy in his like eighties who didn't speak English. I don't speak Spanish, but my friend was there and he was like, Hey, this guy wants to tell you something. So like people are, I'm a magnet for people to tell me about <laughs> UFO stuff. And in fact, like if I'm sitting down next to you on a bus and I don't, I'm not going to talk about the weather or, Hey, what do you do for a living? Or, Hey, what's, you know, whatever. No, I'm going to be like, so have you ever seen a UFO? <laughs> like that's, that's how I, that's, I've been like that since I was in high school. Like that's the kind of thing I want to talk about. Like, like cut right, the shit, right. let's get to it. Right, right, right. Anyway. So like this guy tells me about, um, he feels compelled to come up and tell me a story about how a couple years ago he was at home. He lives in the Amazon forest or, 
yeah, rainforest. Yeah. And um, a guy, somebody knocks on his front door. He opens his front door. There's a, a, a guy who has white hair, white skin, not like white people, but like actual, the color white mm-hmm. or lack of color um, and blue eyes. And he's, he's in this weird robes and he's floating four or five inches off the ground. And he, he asked him, do you want to come for a ride? The old man says, do I get to come back? And then he says, yeah, you can come back. So he says, okay, I'll come. So he gets, he goes into with this guy into this ship. He says it's, it's, it's an egg of crystal. There's nothing. He's like, it's a glass, a glass egg. And then he gets in, it's enclosed. Middle of the egg. And then they leave the planet. They go to another planet. And he says, it's like, there's people in huts, like living more like, they're they're these people with these white robes they're all in like these little huts or whatever he doesn't interact he doesn't ever get out of the egg he stays in the egg and and like gets to like go around like you know four or five inches off the ground like looking at him seeing him whatever the guy when he's done like he has a good time he's happy he comes back the guy takes him to his front door opens the egg he gets out of the egg and he says bye and it's bye and then yeah and and he's he's seen this guy he comes back once a year for the last like four or five years so this I'm going like, what this, this is like just some random guy in the middle of the Amazon telling me this, like, he's not like, I don't even know if this guy's ever had a job. Like, I don't know what this guy is or what he's doing. I'm telling you, there is stuff going on all over the planet, all over the world. Just because it's not on the white house lawn doesn't mean anything. That's so amazing, Nikki. That no, I I completely agree. And like, think about being another species or race or whatever this thing is from another world. Like, what are you guys gonna do today? Hey, let's go pick up a guy on Earth. Just just take him for a ride. <laughs> and then the, those guys are just still laughing about that. Like, did you see his face when we went through the village on that other planet? Like, he lost his mind. Like, that was amazing, right? Like. Like that's like, that's what they do for fun. Like we're going to go shoot pool. We're going to go pick up a guy on earth, you know, drag him around for a little bit and dump him back up. I feel like you would probably get more out of talking to like a simple, like, like why do we think that the, like the high Western officials are our most developed humans? They aren't like, I'm sure you probably are going to get more out of a dude who's lived, lived harmoniously in the Amazon forest his whole life. You're probably, if you want to know about the species that is the human I would much go hang out with that guy than, you know, like our, our like some U.S. politician. I know the, that's the thing that always gets me, man. Like I think that you've you hit the nail on the head, and I think I've brought this up recently too. Is that the, you know um, James Andoli from Engaging the Phenomenon? You know, is the guy who's got me started and all this. He's the guy who got me out, and like you know, I've recently done a couple of videos with him. But you know, um, yeah, I, I saw a video with him. It's- yeah, he's a great dude. You know, I'm, I'm just like, you know, we were like, you know, one of the things is like implications of disclosure was the last one we did. And I'm like, people are going to need help. But I go, not as much as you think, because like you said, how many people all over the globe have had an experience, even even if it's not anything related to lights in the sky or a UFO or just anything like any of the you know, projected thoughts or you know, um, PK or ESP or, any, you know, anything like that, right? Or like, um, visions of, you know, they, they, people relate to religious experiences or anything like that, right? There's so many people globally that have had experiences that are grounded in something that they don't even want to share 
with their with their spouses even for you know i mean some people where cultures are more open to that and things are more fluid and you know anything outside of the western culture i think is probably a little bit more like reincarnation and you know all these other things but i think that the majority of people have had at least one or two experiences in their life where they're like yeah i really didn't know what that was but i'm not going to say that out loud because people are going to think i'm crazy but i think when the veil comes down and when things are starting to happen people are getting more comfortable with the idea of you know maybe there's something more going on that you know, that I can experience and stuff. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe this is real. Maybe the thing that I think is real, isn't really real. And the thing that I'm seeing or experiencing, maybe that's real. Well, I mean, I also think for me, psychedelics are a definitely game changer in my mind's eye in terms of like, like what's real, what's not real. And I mean, like, there's a lot of interesting, like, there's shared experience, like people, like the machine elves. Okay. Right. Like how many people have claimed to see the machine elves, but like, I know, I know of, um, like, I, I know this guy, I know of this, this, I wasn't there, but I have some friends who, um, were doing ayahuasca together at this, like in, you know, in Peru or whatever. And there was three of them in the, there was probably 12 people doing it, but there was three of them that were in the same party. And one of the guys I was talking to was saying he didn't have that big of a trip. Really. He didn't have that, anything that spectacular come to him, but he did say he was, he was sitting at the fire. He was, you know, going through his, his little experience that he was having. And he looked over and there was this giant praya mantis being talking to one of the girls he had come with. And he was like, yeah, she like, was like a, like, it looked like a praya mantis, but with like a butterfly color and like you know multicolored garb on and she almost had like butterfly wings and he's like i kind of thought huh that's weird with me i just saw her interacting with my friend and i so i just looked at there was a being there right so anyway at the end of the, the once their experience was over the girl who was talked to went first to express like what her experience was. was yeah yeah and she said Mother Earth came and talked to her, and she was this giant pre- butterfly praying mantis. And he was like, "Wait, what the shit? Like, I saw that. Like, I saw a butterfly praying mantis talk to her." And he's like, "Describe, like, what did she look like?" You can't make that up. Like, like who can like, make up a butterfly? You can't make up a butterfly praying mantis. That's that, even that, like so many, a butterfly man- praying mantis that's like six foot tall. Like, come on. I mean, that's the thing is, is that like there is something else. There's something besides our RBG, like what we can see and what we can perceive. Like we are instruments that perceive a certain amount of waves and energy, but there's a whole other amount of stuff that we don't know. We don't perceive. We don't really know what's going on here. Mm-mm. So that's- yeah, no, I totally think that. I mean, and you know, I thought about this and this is really minute, but it is something where, you know, and in, in, at least in America, the legalization of marijuana has been spreading across the U.S. for years now, right? For the past 10 years, at least. And there's more states. And, you know, I know marijuana is not psychoactive in this. They, they classify it as psychoactive, but it is in a, I don't know, in a minute amount, right? It's not like you're taking ayahuasca, right? Yeah. Right. But certain people, you know, so I don't know if it's like the, you know, the frequency of that. I mean, where it's more of accepted, you know, and, and that maybe does turn the Nile, like just it little bit maybe turns the dial up for people you know just a little bit to have an experience where that's that's not uh locally cognitive where you know you're like oh what you know i was really stoned and i was sitting there and i thought i saw a you know a jet fly in through my window or you know what i mean like i don't know if it gets people into a different state of mind where they're more accepting of it but i'm just saying that you know it's maybe a socially a thing as well you know i think a lot of the things we talked about is the 
you know, the pole shift, the, the magnetics of the earth have, have been changing. We're in a weaker magnetic field now. I think that, you know, and this is proven, you can look this up, that the magnetic shield around earth is weak. It's weaker now than it has been in years, right? I don't know how long, but a long time. So if you think of it that way, cosmic rays, all these things come in. We have, you know, solar flares we could be more infected by and all these other things. So then what if all these other extra extraneous light waves that are consciousness. consciousness is just coming in to the planet and it's just like, oh, so like the guy in the, the, the crystal egg can show up and, you know, you're more in touch with the earth is accepting of it. And like you said, the earth is a being. Like a Maybe, literal thinning of the veil. <laughs> yeah, literally, like a literally thinning of the veil where, and but then earth as a being is going, okay, what's going on here kind of sucks. So let's bring in something. Let, let's see if, you know, let's see if we can get some medicine or some food or, you know, some positive vibes. Let's bring it in to try to, you know, shake it up and raise it up a little bit because there's some weird shit going on here. And, you know, I mean, that could be it too. Yeah, Nikki, I don't know. I mean, like I go through so many. I enjoy talking to you, by the way. Things. I just wanted to say <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. We just go down to some weird rabbit holes and I really appreciate you going there with me. Yeah, I enjoy talking to you too. I mean, it's like, it's it, it's interesting because um, it's it's just, it's very few people just get it. You know? I mean, <laughs> like there's a lot of us that are getting it, but yeah, it is, yeah. it's, 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 we're slowly starting to kind of go like, okay, hey, what, what are we in here? What is this reality? And I, I've been thinking a lot about the as above, so below in mm. a literal sense, meaning like, um, like, like hermetic like, principles okay. for real, like in a literal like for sense, real for real. Like I, I get like, it's like, Oh yes, everything is about, but I'm talking about like, okay. If we look at below would be cellular. Okay. And above would be cosmic. And so I start thinking about things like, okay, do we have examples of things busting out of cells? Like, let's say that earth is a cell and Mm -hmm. we are all the components that live within this cell. Okay. And she is the cell of a beast. We don't know. That's Mm -hmm. what the universe is. Okay. We're in the belly of some beast that we don't know. Well, okay. At, at, are there micro examples of, things and I don't know what that break out of cells and go to another one. Cause we know cells divide. We know cells, um, they, um, mutate. they mutate. We know they replicate. We know like, so I just kind of wonder like if we should kind of look at, if we should look at that as models, for, you know, like what, maybe we can find what could be possible based on what is below that what can happen above. I, I, you know, I don't know. Or the reverse um, of that. Think it about it that way. We can explore more below. Because, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a reverse of that. It's like, what do, what do we see happening? Cosmo, cosmo, whatever in the universe. <laughs> and then like how we could apply that down below um, and affects us on a cellular level. So I don't know, it's, it is weird. And, you know, when you think about size in general, like the importance of size, it's like, you know, you can have spiders, they don't give a shit about gravity. They're like walking upside down on ceilings. Like there are a lot of things are just, you know, they, 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 they're, they're webs or whatever. They, they flow, they can sense like geo, uh, a lot of times they're starting to think a lot of insects are flying on magnetic waves and stuff. Like they spin a little 
like whatever that's still proof that's out new that's they, proven they, ride, they can ride the the yeah. um yeah which scares the people because people are like flying spiders are real it's like fuck i hate spiders i'm just gonna say it. i've said it a couple of times <laughs> but fuck i hate that now that a spider can pop up like a parachute and ride a magnetic wave <laughs> that's a real thing look that up i'm gonna post it here in this thing but that's a real thing like that scares the shit out of me but then you've always known that birds had geomagnetic uh you know magnetic um compasses that they and um you know it ties into sharks as well when they did um yeah. you know um season two of uh unidentified on the history channel with lou elizondo and you know sean cahill and all those guys they went to catalina island and they said that it was like a giant place where sharks came and sharks were like always there and and like they didn't know why like they were like i don't know if there was a breeding ground or what but it was like catalina island is like this giant place where you know sharks come to because then sharks have that you know compass in their brain i think i don't know it's just a real generic way to say it but yeah i mean so like i don't know i mean and we you know you and i've talked about portals and stuff like that yeah we do but we're like "Eh." yeah yeah it's calcified (laughs) like yeah it's like which way is up yeah it's it's interesting because it's like i find that i think um if you if you think about things in terms of ego or not, I feel like what happens or what's happening is like just certain egos have gotten so big that they um, are trying. It's like the game of snake where they like, you know, are eating the thing and their tail gets longer. They're just trying to consume everything, you know. So I you have you and, and, and the egos become egregores that become corporations or mm-hmm. like big giant money structures. OK. And if you look at that. Uh, those egos desire everything to fit within their, their units. They desire everything to drink Coke and get on Gmail and, you know, have an iPhone and do all these things. But at the same time, all of that, while convenience and while great and all this, and, you know, we're thinking of it as tools for us, but we end up becoming tools for it. And I think if, if what I have started noticing and and I think is really interesting is like, I just saw some article yesterday about how the the Grammys or the Academy Awards or something only had like 6 million views this year. It was like the all-time low. And then I they I read that article and then I don't know 10 minutes later I clicked on a video on YouTube of this guy resuscitating a rabbit from a lake and you know he gave CP there was 9 million views of a guy <laughs> resuscitating this rabbit and and the rabbit lives and it's great and then I'm going like so more people want to watch a guy save a rabbit from a lake which I actually was one of those people who would rather watch like that uplifting little story, then I don't know. I don't not could I don't care about your reward shows. Like they, they're they've always been trying to feed us this one like narrative. And I think the beauty of YouTube and of these video platforms and podcasts and people coming out and doing this stuff is like if it's not enhancing me, educating me, or like trying to expand my consciousness in some way, I ain't got time for it. Yeah. Right. You know, like I've, I've had the Joseph Campbell storyline be fed to me over and over. it's a good one. I've watched, I've watched probably 10,000 movies or shows about it. Yeah, it's good. But at some point, I think all of us are kind of starting to go like, you know, yeah, yeah I got no, other stuff to see. No, I think you're right. I think, I think the, uh, like I said, I think that's part of the veil breaking down, you know, that literally they call it programming. 
you know. I mean, when I was in radio, they have a program director. That's the name of a position who is the guy or girl that programs the the music and the like the you know the day like yeah you're the program director so 7 a.m is this song because it's an a and this song is a b and this song is a d and then we're gonna have the morning show that goes from this time to this time because that generates the most revenue because we got to sell more ads between this time and this thing and overnight nobody cares so we can sell a crap load of stuff or you can have the weirdest stuff in the world you want on there because there's only a, this part of people listening and you think about it the other way well if you had that whole egregore of a corporation or a whatever, and you wanted to push a message, you would program it, right? Where we have the most amount of people mm-hmm. here, we're going to do this. We have the most amount of people here, we're going to do this. We're most people here. And then this part, we, we don't care about. Well, I think the part that's like, and eh, we don't care about the overnights and radio anyway, or whatever, that is taken over. That's becoming now what people care about. Yeah. Like you said, like that is the becoming the part, like I don't care about dial and i don't care about you know tide and i don't care about dancing with the stars and i don't care about this shit i want to do something that does it resonates with me and if it doesn't resonate with me i have a billion i literally a billion other things that i could go listen to or or, yeah yeah, and watch where before it was like you got four channels dude pick it you you know what i mean you had this and this and this and if not i mean you're outside whittling (laughs) or doing something right or you know you were just you know um detached from that whole thing and there was a lot to be said for that i mean i think there's this we're at a time where you know we had the industrial revolution the digital revolution i think we have i think we're at the part where there might be a consciousness revolution i think we're getting close i think we're getting to the part where like we're waking up and we're going you know all the things we've been taught all the things we've been programmed all the things that you know the religions and the and the establishments and all those things are going, eh, should we do that? I mean, look at it. There's people riding all over the world, all over the world, all over the world. There's people protesting and riding over everything you can imagine, racial inequality, police brutality, um, you know, uh, everything. Lockdowns. Lockdowns. Yeah. Every, okay. everybody's, everybody all over the world is just going, fuck this. Fuck it. No matter what it is, everybody's at the point where they're going, fuck it. I'm not standing for it anymore. And they're doing yeah. something about it where before everybody was just like, eh, I got my Coke. I'm good. Eh, you know? Well, and that's where I feel like ultimately um, it's going to come down to what, the, what I think the beauty of all this is like the thing that we really need to our my personal opinion is what we really need is as a humanity is to tap into our inner sovereignty. Like we need to realize that no one's coming to save us. Like, Mm-mm. Um, I don't think these aliens are coming to, to save us per se. I don't think that, um, I don't think any government system is going to save you. Like no no corporation, no, you have to save yourselves. And like, we have to do it on a way where we just in love in Mm -hmm. a, in a loving way, just step into our own everything, you know? And that is like one of those things that, um, I, I can sense have like sense brewing in the collective and, and, and that's going to be great for us. Cause I do think we'll have that whole new wave of, of, of wonder come after that. Like once we all kind of stop looking t- to be fault, to be led and start leading ourselves. No, that's totally it. You know, you know? I mean the Bledsoe story, I mean, as well as like, you know, the ladies coming, it's going to bring in the whole age of divine feminine you know, like that we need more love. We need, you know, we need to bring that. We need, like, that's, that's what's going to save us. We need to raise our vibrations up. We need to love, you know, and that's what's going to really bring in the age of Aquarius where, you know, it's a new, it's a change. It's where, you know, we need to get that, we need to get back to that. And I think that's kind of like, we got to go through some shit before we get there. 
Like literally it's going to suck really bad before we get yeah. to that part. And I think we're in the middle of the suck right now. You know, I think it's, it's we're gonna, in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to kind of get shittier before it gets better. But I think, you know, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be hard to, to figure out what's real and what's not, you know, like we're saying, you know, you can do project blue beam, you can do all these voice of gods, you can do all these things to manipulate people. But at the same time, like, how do you know what's real? But like, I think we all know what's real. Like you said, we're sovereign. We can do it. We are sovereign. And I also kind of feel like you can just how, you know, if, like, like who's your friend, who's not your friend, you know, like, I feel like you have to learn how to build your own discernment. And like, for me, I have physical tools. Like I meaning like, um, and I just noticed, I sort of like know how to read my body in terms of like, I notice like if I like something, my, my chest will be pulled towards it. And if I don't, I'll be kind of like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like, and I'll, my body. Into that and be like, Oh yeah. Am I pulled towards this or not? Or physically like away from it. Mm -hmm. Um, so whatever people's people are going to have their own tells about their own selves, but I think you, you do have to look into your own discernment. And if there is ever a project blue, if there is ever a mass sighting in the sky, use your discernment, use your personal discernment. It doesn't necessarily mean it's blue beam, but it could mean it's blue beam, beam, you know? Um, and then that's, that's the other thing though. I have a problem with is there's a big narrative of, uh, um, bad eat or, you know, like there's a lot, like, especially you see this on UFO Twitter where they really talk about how like, um, it's a security threat. It's a threat. Oh, right, My right. thing is like, if it was a threat, it would have done something when we were cavemen. Cause it's been around for a long ass time and it would have done something a long, long time ago. Like, why is it going to wait till now to do something? There's no, like the threat I think is the humans, maybe the project blue beam type, like, like the, it's it's the human's manipulation of the phenomenon it's not the phenomenon itself i don't think so that's where i and and like a lot of people are like well don't be like stephen greer he's all like love and light and i'm like no you need to be all love and light because like i do think that um that's gonna get you through other stuff and don't be an idiot like don't right, just like right. give don't roll over like, yeah like, yeah don't just give yourself to anything like just be rolled over but at the same time like i do believe in that concept of like your thoughts are really powerful. And if you, if we keep on putting out into the narrative, into the public narrative that, Hey, like it's, it's probably like, they're going to do, you know, independence day bullshit. Then, <laughs> then it's going to happen. Then that shit <laughs> will happen. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the global egregore can create shit like that too. If we want it to happen and everybody has that narrative pressed on them, it's like, Oh no, it's the end, you know? But I think the other way, um, is going to be just as cool. Um, yeah, I think we're going to get there. We're going to do it. That's where I think we're the front runners of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like meaning not just me and you, but like people like this, like who are talking about this, we can turn this around too, because if I've been researching UFOs for, I don't know, since 2010 or something. So almost like 22 or 12 years. Okay. Like I know all my friends know I'm into UFOs. If something comes to the sky, I I guarantee you I'm going to have a hundred phone calls. I already get like crazy people. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's where you have to be like, gonna, okay, calm down. It's okay. We're going to be there for him for sure. For sure. Yeah. Nikki, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Don't scare him.
Yeah, this has been good. Yeah, too bad uh, John Luke didn't show up. But. Yeah, I know. I mean, the pubs opened last night for the first time in England, so I, <laughs> he probably had a good night. <laughs> I imagine, yeah. Yeah, but we'll get him back on. But um, thank you so much. Seriously. Thank you. Wait, but besides, before we go, one, one last yeah. question for, yeah, yeah. for me to you. What, what has been some of your experiences beside the voice in your head? <laughs> mm, um, so... I had uh, definite orbs with my wife and two years ago, um, orange orbs driving over the river near my house, raining sideways at us. So it's like, those aren't Chinese lanterns. It's well, how far were they from you and how big were they? Um, they were probably about the size of, uh, uh, I would say, uh, maybe like a, like a Honda Civic, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe around that size, maybe a little bit smaller, different sizes, but they were, they were like here and then here, like, so one would be here and it would just be here. And there was about 12 or so there's a, you know, like a, just, you know, kind of moving and, you know, some of just kind of yeah. like, and then just one would be here and then here. And then how far from you? Mm, probably about four or 500 yards. And we were driving, yeah, we were driving over the river on the freeway and it was like hanging out on the, by, you know, where the river bank would be. And I'm like, look, look, and she's freaking out. And I'm like, pull over. She's like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I've, I've told, I've, I've said this a bunch of times and um, it took her for a long time to admit it just to me, just me and her in a room to admit that she saw him. She, she would look at me and right in the eyes, but I didn't know what you're talking about. She was so scared. She's like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't see it. And then finally she was like, yeah, I saw it, but what about it? You know, whatever. I don't know. It's Christmas lights or whatever. So like I drove out there and I'm like, literally there's like 400 yards of nothing before this river. Like there's no houses. I'm like, there's no way that would be Christmas lights. You know, like I just tried to, dis- she just was going through everything. Like it's this, it's this. And I'm like, no. So I was Chinese lantern. So I'm like, it's raining sideways ice. There's no fucking way that was a Chinese lantern, you know, like or, or 40 of them just disappearing and reappearing, you know, or whatever. So she was like, okay, well, and then um, last year, uh, July 5th, my two-year-old and, you know, and my stepdaughter and my wife were outside in the little kiddie pool. Cause it was like 90 degrees. We're just hanging out. And my daughter lays down on the deck and she's never done this before. And she's like, daddy, lay down right here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I was like, lay down. I'm like, okay, kid. So I lay down on the deck and I'm like head to head. So her feet are this way and my feet are this way. And we're head to head. She's like, look, and I look up and there's this white orb like over the house. Just right there. Wow. And I'm like, Ooh. and then she got up and like, cool. It was out. And I'm like, so my wife's there, but everybody's there, you know? Um, <laughs> and then my stepdaughter walks outside and she's like, look, there's another one and points to the other sky. So there's like North and South. And they were like right there. So I ran over and I jumped the fence with binoculars. Like I'm looking at it with binoculars. I got videos. I got photos. I jumped over the fence. My neighbor's outside like water in his lawn. I'm like, Frank, and I'm shaking him. I'm like, look, dude. And I give him the binoculars and he's like, looking at it. He's like, what is it? And I'm like, what are you, I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, like, look, here's another one. He's like, he's like, I don't know what that is. We looked at it for so long. It was there for so long. He was like, all right, I'm going to go eat dinner. And like, it was a couple hours and it was just there. And then just one just and just were gone. So, you know, I had submitted that to MUFON. They're like, well, you know, DARPA has been experimenting with some high altitude uh, weather balloons. Yet I'm like, the fuck out of here, you know? Um, So yeah, those were like the, you know, definitive with multiple people. Um, when I was a kid, I remember running outside, um, I lived near the airport and there was a, you know, there's a air force branch there too. So they have F 16, 17s. 
and um, saw a light in the sky. It was being real weird. Now, it must have been 10 or 12. And, uh, you know, my dad and I went out, you know, I was looking at it. It was just like a weird, weird light in the northern sky. And then two F-16s or 15s or whatever, full afterburners over our house. No lights on the F-15, just at it. And this thing just goes, is gone, you know. And I don't know, I could have been a, that could have been a training exercise or, you know, whatever. Because they do some stuff at night, you know, they do some stuff during the day. I mean, they just can hear them just rocking. But I don't know, you know, and then. Yeah, those are some things, you know, and then ghosts, some ghosts <laughs> as a kid and as a teenager yeah. and, you know, things like that. People that were there that weren't there and, you know, those kind of things. So, yeah, you know, and, and then the other things I've always, always had is like that little voice, you know, the little voice inside of you. It's like, hey, don't do that. Or, hey, that's not a good idea. Don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, okay, cool. You know, and that's kind of been a solid, you know, for me. And I've noticed the opposite of that, where I've heard the cricket, and I'm like, you know, fuck you. And I've just done it, and I'm like, ooh, that was a bad idea. I should have not done that. <laughs> I really should have listened to that one, you know. But, yeah, that's that's the vast majority yeah, of my experiences, you know, like um, that, that. In a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, what's, what's interesting is, like, uh, you know it's like when you see something like that it's it's like i I wonder how connected it is with consciousness because um like i don't know if you've ever done a ce5 um but me and my friend danielle we went out like in my in i think it was in october of this like of 2020 i was in port escanito mexico for i was there for a couple months and i um we were at the place I was renting. We had like, I had a rooftop deck and then there was, there was nobody else in the building. So we would go do CE fives like a couple times a week, almost every night, basically. And just me and my friend Danielle would do it. And we, we saw all kinds of stuff. We saw like two triangle crafts. We saw like, like one, one time we, like, I saw like almost like a Gryffindor, like a white wow. smoke lion flying Gryffindor. We saw like, uh, we saw a lot of weird anomalous stuff, but I was, and then I, then I kind of got to thinking, I'm like, yeah, but we called that in. <laughs> what does that mean? The fact that you can do that, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what did we, and, and like, we, we both discussed this, like, or what did we just sort of open our own veil to where we could see what's already there? Or did we bring stuff into us? Or did you manifest it? That's the other part too. Did you like, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. But we were manifesting, you know, but it was with each other, you know? Um, So Mm -hmm. like we would verify, what are you seeing? I'm seeing this. What are you seeing? Holy cow. Okay. Yeah. You know, so it's just a very, so sometimes I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, my, my brother, he said he saw like a, almost like a car sized jellyfish that was flying over uh, his house. Like this was probably maybe eight or nine years ago. And his wife wouldn't look at it. She was scared. She was very scared of it. She also would like deny it. Wouldn't look at it. She was like, it was probably a drone. Mm -hmm. And my brother was like, they don't have drones that look like car sized jellyfish. (laughs) And um, like Patricia Vaughn stuff looks like like car sized jellyfish. Like Patricia Vaughn stuff looks like that. Oh, hers does, right? Yeah. Hers really does. And that, yeah. yeah, and he's and he took a video of it. I wonder if I could find that video again. Yeah, I would like love to see that. 
We should talk to you and I should hang out with Patricia Avant next time. We should call. We should both hang out with her. Definitely should. That'd be a cool three way conversation. I love her. Yeah, she's so rad, isn't she? We should do that for sure. We should really should because she's been sending me some of the stuff that's been happening lately, and it's like, what the fuck is going on up there? Yeah, and she's trying to connect, which I think is cool. That's good that she's finally doing that. She's kind of like talking to him. I'm like, well, ask it what the fuck it wants. I have so many cool Patricia Avant quotes that I got to like make into memes or like just little clips because she's like, who gives a fuck about a UFO? <laughs> you know, like just some of her clips, like some of her, just some of her quotes are just amazing. You know, she's such an awesome lady. I love her so much, man. <laughs> I can't wait for COVID to be over so we can just hang out. I would just love to just hang out with Patricia. I just want to go to, I want to go like camp at Patricia Vaughn's house. I want to like sleep in my car in her driveway and like watch stuff fly around He's her house. Like, where are you? You're in. I'm, in, I'm like, you're in I'm Northwest. No, or? I'm like near Toledo. I'm like near like Northwest Ohio. Okay. And she's in Michigan somewhere. Yeah. You, probably got, you guys probably. Far. Yeah. Probably not far at all. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be rad. I mean, we should hang out for sure. For sure. And then you fly. So I mean, anytime you fly. Yeah. Hey, like, let me know when you guys are doing it. I'll be like, okay, I'll get a trip there. Yep. Boom. Hang out over here. That'd be super rad. That would be cool. This has been really, really cool. I hate to go, but I have to because I can hear my. Yep. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, well, thank is. you so much, John. And we'll have to do it again sometime. And thank you. It was awesome. Thank you so much. We'll hang out. Thanks again, Nikki. You're awesome.